0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard On a relatively quiet midweek in the Scottish Premiership Celtic is too important to Ange Postecoglou To consider Leeds according to one former Australian international The transfer window might be closed But Aberdeen have signed a new CEO in Alan Burrows from Motherwell And Ryan Edwards fails in his appeal against the red card Picked up for that tackle on Andy Halliday I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight you've got Simon Donnelly and Marvin Bartley I just want to pick up on that red card appeal that was obviously turned down. You know, I was listening to the show on Monday, was it? And, and I sent a text message in. Um, and nothing against Edwards. Listen, we've all been there as players. I've made those tackles myself. But I could Lots not believe that they were trying to appeal that. That, for me, was, you know, a certain red card. And as I said, I've been there before and I've made those tackles before and I know the intentions. So wasn't too surprised that that was turned down. can't believe that's that's he's jumping off point. He's gone in on that. A so guy who made a career out of kicking people. He's got some cheek. Uh, and I was halfway <laughs> through that sentence and I was waiting to see if he'd actually admit that he'd made a tackle exactly. of that. Midfielder, yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, though, Simon, I did say it's kind of relatively quiet midweek. You've been used yeah. to just chalk a block with European football in the first half of the season and then the transfer windows open. Maybe time for players in the top flight to just, you know, train quietly, go about their business and uh, get on with things at the weekend. Yeah, quite quiet. And with my Celtic cap on, if I'm allowed, hopefully it remains quite quiet at Celtic. <laughs> Obviously, with the speculation over the last couple of days, I think you know what I'm talking about. So, yeah, it's been a quiet week. But I think, I think maybe teams are now at a point where they'll take advantage of, you know, Saturday to Saturday for a few weeks. I think it's the next couple of weeks. There's no midweek games before... They become they come mm. thick and fast again. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Give us a call. Let us know what's on your mind. No midweek for some though. Marvin Bartley, the big Challenge Cup journey <laughs> came to an end at the semi final stage last night. Extra time, no less. Hard one to take. Yeah, it was. Listen, as I said after the game, I was proud of the players. Um, you know, I felt they gave me everything. As you said, you know, we took a, a Championship team who are on a good run of form. I think that's six games unbeaten for them now. Uh, two extra time. Um, and listen, it was difficult. Obviously, we missed out. You know, three of our players were ineligible to play, um, so it made a big difference to us. But as I said, you know, I was proud of the players, and, and good luck to Hamilton in the final. Good luck to Hamilton in the final. How magnanimous of them! Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. So come on, then, give us your thoughts tonight on the phones, please. Wherever you are, whatever team you support, I'd love to hear from you. It has, but as Simon says, he's got his wish. I think it's been a quiet day. There's not really been much more uh, speculation linking Ange Postecoglou to that. Uh, Leeds job If anything Lots of people coming out And suggesting they don't think It would it would happen So Feeling pretty calm on that front Celtic fans Do let us know If there's anything else You want to share What about you Dundee United fans Will we get producer Callum In at some point I think so To cry into the mic he About was, Ryan Edwards As I come in there Is he already on about as it As I come in there He was grumbling about The red card Already um, I can't ever remember a big high profile transfer of a CEO in the Premiership <laughs> but maybe we've got one so Aberdeen fans and Motherwell fans maybe you'll want to give us your thoughts on Alan Burrows swapping for Park for Pataudry there we are you could do that uh, or something else entirely do let us know 0141 can I just say Simon Donnelly there is no teamwork though in this studio because I know, I I know where you're going the big fella as, <laughs> as, um, as Gordon DL calls him arrived here 
A personal best for him 520 It must be management He must have changed his Incredible Timekeeping It's usually management. a matter of minutes Before <laughs> the show He came at 524 You were running late Yeah And he was calling you everything He was Desperate for <laughs> you not to make it in time As soon as I text The producer I knew I was sitting in the car Stuck in traffic I knew He'd be gloating And hoping He was honestly like Punching yeah. the air yeah. He was the Big smile And he's he was... been my, my partner yeah, no, yeah. I'm your partner I am yeah. I am But I was delighted I yeah. really was And I, I wanted imagine. you to be late <laughs> Anyway They've both made it 01419511025 And it's up to you Come on You give us a call Let us know what is on your mind Maybe you've got something A bit left field Maybe you think it's a quiet midweek You want to take advantage of that We don't even have VAR really To complain about tonight It's unheard of uh, We are building slowly I guess Towards a big weekend in the Scottish Cup. So whatever is on your mind tonight, 01419511025. That is the number uh, you need. Simon says he's hoping that it all goes very quiet on the Leeds and Postacoglu front, as I'm sure every Celtic fan does. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Let's hear the thoughts of a former Australian international, Mark Schwarzer, who doesn't think Ange Postacoglu would necessarily entertain the idea. Do I think he's going to leave Celtic and, and, and go to Leeds United right now in this moment in time? I don't think so. Um, not that I've spoken to him, I'm completely speculating here, but I, I don't think personally he would leave Celtic if he were going to leave at all at this particular moment in time. I think uh, his relationship, his rapport with the club, with the fans is too important to him. Also, the job that he's doing at Celtic is, I think, phenomenal. Um, I think, uh, if anything, it's a little bit underrated of how good a job he's been doing, um, considering where Celtic were and how far they were behind Rangers only two seasons ago to where they are right now and clearly the best side in, in, in Scotland. And uh, I think if, if Ange is ever going to leave the club, it will be during an off-season. It'll be done amicably. It'll be done in the right manner because that's how he does business. How has this moved on from yesterday? Simon will the front-runner essentially pulled out or kind of pulled out because he signed a new contract at West Brom but that said I think Ange Postacoglu's odds are getting a little bit longer I'm sure the yeah. Celtic fans would be delighted so so this might be the end of it by tomorrow it might be nailed on and, and someone else gets mentioned but, but you said yourself I think you, you and every other Celtic fan just hoping what, what are you hoping that Leeds don't ask the question at all or are you as convinced as Mark Schwarzer would be that I'm, there's I'm, a commitment yeah, there anyway? Yeah, I was just about to say, uh, Mark Schwarzer makes some good points. I'm I'm as convinced as him, as as he possibly can be in football, because we've, we've seen things happen in football, you know, turn the corner overnight. But no, I think Ange, I would say Ange is in chapter two of, you know, this... Uh, Campaign at Celtic Where he, he's talking about He's mentioning about Establishing them as a Champions League team He's want to defend the title They're going about it In the right way I think though He'll not come out and say it But I think Celtic Have their eye on a treble This season I think there's not many Celtic managers over the years Have achieved that uh, So I think that'll be on The agenda Obviously there's a big cup final At the end of the month I'd be incredibly surprised uh, and no disrespect to Leeds, but they're, they're fighting relegation in the Premiership. I think at some point, seasons from now, you know, if he keeps doing what he's doing, which is remarkable, the recruitment and improving that Celtic team, I think teams will inevitably come knocking, but not at this particular juncture. In this entirely non-scientific measurement, Marvin, every caller we had last night sort of said something similar. I, I don't know if people are... 
quietly out there thinking something else but we didn't get any Celtic fans really who thought oh I'm, I'm worried about this I think the head could be turned look there's two things that need to happen Leeds need to actually want it need to initiate it um, and then that's when the Celtic manager has a decision but everyone who called last night certainly seems confident that he would stay yeah I'm, I'm in agreement with, with the majority one thing I would say if you look at teams in the Premier League who would fit Ange's style at this moment in time because I always said you know for Ange to leave Celtic I think he would want to do it in pre-season where he could implement his own style which is high intensity the Leeds way is you know real high tempo high intensity so if you looked at one Premier League team that would fit his style to go in, in mid-season it would be them that's not me saying that he would go I don't think he will I think as, as Simon said there he's doing a fantastic job at Celtic and he wants to continue building that but I think if there's one club that you know he would look at in terms of their style it would be Leeds who, who would fit in straight away mm. don't know if Marvin Bartley's worried you know Celtic fan Simon Donnelly was calming <laughs> you down now Marvin's just throwing a spanner uh, in the works Stevie's a Celtic fan what do you think Stevie? Well I'm being honest with you Gordon we've been through this before pal as I said to your producer there and I just gave him the facts of what I thought I couldn't have got on last night pal because obviously phone lines were very busy I did listen to your show and this is my honest thoughts, Gordon. And I don't know what Simon and Marvin will think about what I'm about to say. We don't want Ange to leave, obviously. But the ball is in Celtic's court. And I'll tell you what I said to the producer. The ball is in Celtic's court. Basically because, look at what happened with Brendan Rodgers. Now, what I'm led to believe with Brendan Rodgers was, Brendan Rodgers went to Peter Lawwell. He asked Peter Lawwell for X amount of money to progress in Europe. Peter Lawwell told him, can't give you A and B, but I can give you D and F. Peter, Brendan Rodgers thought, no, that's not going to progress me. So that's why he left. And that's why I think the ball is in Celtic's court here. Because if Ange goes to the board and he asks for things and the board start humming and hawing and don't give him exactly what he wants, then obviously Ange is going to look and say, well, why can I better myself? Do I have to leave this club? I don't want to leave the club, but do I have to leave? Because I'm not getting the backing for the board that want this team to progress. And that's just my honest opinion, Gordon. Sorry. I, you don't have to apologise. I love your honest opinion, Stevie. That's what we're here for. Um, I've obviously no idea if that's exactly how it played out with Brendan Rodgers and, and Peter Lowell. Wouldn't pretend to know, Simon. At this juncture, you, you would get the impression that Ange Postacoglu has been backed and, and yeah. is happy with that, wouldn't you? I would. I would. I think uh, you look at the, the players that they've brought in. Up until now, uh, every transfer window he's he's been backed, you know, and they've they've obviously recouped some of that with with, with guys going out, mm-hmm. uh, which I think Celtic have to do to an extent. But I think the players that he's brought in are the ones that he, I mean, that's that's the exciting thing for me, and I, I, I guess thousands of Celtic fans, the guys that he's brought in, none of us mm-hmm. knew of these guys, and he, he goes into places where he knows what he's getting he knows what can improve the team and he, he gives me the impression that he's a guy who he now he went on the other day saying that he thinks they're going to get stronger towards the end of the season he gives me the impression that he's already well he showed that in his transfer window he's already ahead so he'll already be thinking he's brought this next striker Owen uh, who we've not seen a lot of young lad looks uh, decent so far he's already ahead of the game and I think I think Stevie's right to a point because at, at one point if 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 he goes to the well and, and they say we can't give you any more then you have to question but I don't see that happening at the moment and I, I think he's ahead of the game I think the, the exciting thing for me if I'm putting myself in a Celtic fan's 
perspective or looking at from a Celtic fan's perspective is he wants to establish him in the Champions League. He wants, he's not, that doesn't sound to me as if he's here for a season or two. That that takes time over three, four, five seasons possibly, you know, and, and six to eight transfer windows. So it sounds to me, but again, as I said at the start of the show, football's football and it could all change overnight, but I, I would it'd be highly unlikely, I think, that Ange will be considering anything at the moment. Yeah, and, and just com- comparing the two, I think when Brendan Rodgers came into Celtic, we were always thinking about, you know, how long would he be here for? You know, I know he said he was committed at the start. Um, I think, as Simon said there, Andrews came to Celtic to establish himself as, as a manager in kind of in Europe, and he's done that extremely well. Um, I don't think he'll use, you know, interest from other places to get leverage with the board and, and, and expect more or want more. I think he's already demanding more. I think he's, he's, he's his own person. He doesn't need Leeds to be interested to go to the board and say, I need X amount of money. He, he'll do that if that's the best for the club anyway, without anybody else being interested in them. So I get Stevie's point, but, you know, I, I think Andrews is a better character than that and a much better person than that. And listen, he wants the highest of standards at Celtic, regardless of who's interested in them. Mm, thank you very much to Stevie. Let's get a thought on that from Kevin, who's in Motherwell. How's it going, Kevin? Ah, uh, not bad. How is everybody all right? Yeah, can't complain. What do you think then to what you just heard? Uh, listen, um, we've obviously been doing this road before with Brendan Rodgers, right? But it's slightly different, Ange, because I'm 40 and I can remember all the all the boards that have no bank managers and no been, no been loyalty players. This board has backed Ange in every single windy. Every single number one target that Ange has wanted, the board's delivered. So he's got a good relationship there and he goes on about the relationship all the time. For me, I don't think he's gone anywhere based on that relationship. However, if I was in the Celtic board right now, with managers losing their jobs down in England, big massive clubs at Leeds without a manager, I would be signing Ange up to a reasonable deal, like a two-year deal, something like that, because at the minute, he's in a rolling contract, so Ange can do whatever he wants in July. At the end of the day, and you couldn't blame him. So much as I just to sit about and wait for another contract. So if I was in the Celtic boardroom, I'd be saying, right, let's show your loyalty, Ange. Give an eight, give a, give a, an eighteen month, two year deal, and assure him that he's going to be back yet again in the summer. Um, and that I think will stand us in good stead. I don't think Ange has gone anywhere. Leeds are a massive club, but Ange leaving us possibly going into the Champions League next season leaving us to go to Leeds fighting relegation where they can't sign any players don't think so I mean I think it's a year rolling contract isn't it so that yeah. the year would it's always always a year left on it sort of thing um, it does depend as you say that it doesn't have to be that Ange Postacoglu chaps the door and says oh by the way guys have you seen this uh, yeah. you know people are talking about me therefore give me more money you can take that decision upon yourself at Celtic I did think it was interesting last night when the top target for the job who's the West Brom manager new five year deal or whatever it was or a, a big extension at West Brom so these these things can have a knock on effect but like like we said whether Ange Postacoglu might not be even entertaining any of that idea who knows exactly you know I don't think he's he's a manager that listens to the talk or the outside noise you know he goes about his business in a professional manner each day um as long as he's a Celtic manager, he wants the best for that club and he's not interested in the rest. I think he'd be one of those managers that if the not comes from, from the chairman or the board to say, you know, we've accepted this or allowed this club to speak to you, then maybe he'll do so. One thing we have to, you know, be realistic about is, is the money down there in the English Premier League and even some championship teams who have been relegated from the Premier League is massive. And sooner or later, you know, managers up here will have their heads turned by clubs down there. But as I said, you know, and as Kevin said, Celtic to be in the Champions League next season and wants to establish himself at that level. 
He's a manager who always wants to compete against the best, the best managers around the world. And, and going to Leeds at this moment in time, he's not going to get that, you know, by be, he's not mm-hmm. going to be in the Champions League. So staying at Celtic for me makes sense. Does it make you feel better about it, Simon, that it is a club that's sitting 17th? You know, Kevin says he just doesn't think, amongst other things, doesn't think Ange Postacoglu would, would go into a relegation battle right now. Everybody knows they're a big club. Everybody knows it's a big league. Everybody knows there's lots of money. Would you be more worried, say, if it was a mid-table team that we were discussing tonight? Or does that not... Is it bigger than that? I think it's bigger than that. I think, as Marv says, I think he's his own man from... Again, I've, I've never met Ange. Uh, I can only go with what I, I, how I hear him present himself... Uh, in press conferences and stuff etc but I think for a guy to come into Celtic and be comfortable in his own skin not bringing any backroom staff room I, I, I coached I went places you know and it's not it's unheard of almost you know to come to a, a club the size of Celtic to be comfortable to walk in the door have a plan know what he was doing uh, I think it speaks volumes for him I know he's brought Harry Kuehl in since but I think he's He's a good character and, you know, I, I think he will be loyal to Celtic. I think he sees this as a start of, as I say, a long-term project and I don't see it changing just now. I, I really don't. I think he's 18 months into it. He's four transfer windows or whatever and it, it, again, I go back to I'm talking about the future and stuff and I think he'll be, he'll be looking at it. He'll, he'll want to win the treble yeah. this year. It, uh, so I don't see at this particular time has head been turned I think when you're talking about Brendan I don't I think you can compare it to Brendan Rodgers no, no longer and as you said at the top, top of the show Leicester came looking this this is all this could all mm. be hearsay this is just a story yeah. again where it seems to be every time somebody because of mm. the job that Andrew's doing his, his name gets linked to it sure I think so. it is a bit more than that this time not not to say that it's, it's definite it's concrete that they'll, they'll make an approach but you know if we had tweets along those lines last night but what has he really been linked to? Uh, some people suggested Everton sort of mm-hmm. loosely. Is this not the first main I know, but it can link? Only, it can only be linked because people are mm. kind of speaking about it. Has there been any kind yeah. of concrete link? If you know what I mean, you're but, saying. But how is that different from any other? You know, as soon as you, I think, like we said, I said this last night. What brings this into conversation is Leeds players on national, former Leeds players on national TV saying that's the guy we want in him appearing near the top of Bookie's shortlist of, look, un- unless we've got a direct link to the Leeds mm. boardroom of, of course we yeah. don't know but ultimately Marvin if you do a good job then people will mention you in these conversations of course and if you do a good job the style that Ange has done at Celtic as well because no doubt about it Leeds will have their own philosophy and the way they want to play and we can see what that is you know Jesse Marsh and um, Bielsa before him you know it's high intensity as I said and Ange is doing that at this moment in time with Celtic he's doing it in the Champions League he got all the plaudits in the Champions League even though the points return wasn't great he went with his own style so if you're the Leeds board or you're linked to Leeds or you're you know you're a supporter of Leeds you're going to look at Ange and what he's doing at Celtic and saying hang on a minute bring this man to Leeds because we've got the players, we've got the fitness to do so. We just need a bit of guidance. And what better manager out there is at the moment? Mm, thank you to Kevin. We'll bring in Andy next. He's got some interesting suggestions for us. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Simon Donnelly and Marvin Bartley are here at 0141 951 1025. And they're both Desperate, keen for you to get in touch So let's hear from you tonight On whatever it is that's on your mind This is a good place 
to share it and talk football on a Wednesday evening. Andy's a Celtic fan. How are you, Andy? You okay? Oh, very well, thanks. How are you guys? Good, good, Andy. It's one-way traffic, Andy, yet to hear from anyone that says Ange Postacoglu would definitely have his head turned or they're worried everybody is, is feeling pretty calm about it from a Celtic perspective. Can I add you to the club? Uh, you, you can add me to the club. I don't think uh, Ange Postacoglu would, would lead for Leeds. Interesting, the, the, the point the boy made, uh, I think it maybe was Stephen, I don't know, I can't remind the boy's name, about uh, Peter Lowell. Uh, and, and, and the money situation uh, I don't think that Postacoglu is the same guy as Brendan Rodgers I would trust Ange Postacoglu to spend my money I don't know that I would really trust Brendan to do that uh, If you have a look at the impact that he didn't make in Europe And, and it was only ever getting worse So you're not going to throw your money doing, doing what, what was maybe perceived to be a brain uh, or a drain Sorry I probably believe that the best signing Celtic have made in the last 30 years has been Peter Lowell. Uh, I actually had a hypothetical conversation with a pal of mine last, last week uh, that uh, if Postacoglu decides to leave, that the, the, the old Peter Lowell snipers will come back out oh, because he's back at the club and this and that. Peter Lowell is a Celtic man to the tip of his toes, to the top of his head, and doesn't he get a quarter of the credit that he deserves for what he's done for Celtic Football Club. As regards Postacoglu leaving, I think uh, that Ange Postacoglu fits the profile for the next Liverpool manager in everything he does, the style of football, the way he deals with the media, uh, everything about the guy is class, and I believe that if Jurgen Klopp leaves Liverpool, that's Ange Postacoglu's next destination. Well, Andy, I'm I mean there's part of me that's relieved If I was to link Ange Postacoglu with another job I, I'm getting in trouble here For trying to drive the guy out of Scottish football Andy's allowed to do it and So we've we've gone from Leeds isn't happening I don't, I, but I don't want Andy speaking about Klopp Because Liverpool can't win a game then Are you, you, could be. you worried about that Simon? You were not worried about Leeds You, you worried about Liverpool I hadn't even thought about it Nah I don't see Klopp going anywhere either Pretty soon uh, Albeit they're on a a tricky uh, patch at the moment uh, I think they'll bounce back When they get their, their guys fit uh, he's, Look at him He's panicking Have you ever seen that <laughs> He's a bit of worry <laughs> He hadn't even thought about it He's <laughs> ruined his night Or Andy's ruined his night <laughs> He's ruined my night No I don't In all seriousness uh, I, I, I just feel it's, It is inevitable in football When you're doing well It's the same as a player If you're doing well You know Speculation comes And I think yeah, you touched on it earlier on, but for me, it does seem like any any job comes up, he's linked to it. This one might have a wee bit more meat on the bone for whatever reason, but I just don't I don't see him moving at the moment. I yeah, don't. I mean, Marvin, what just sort of generally speaking, if we just even take one step back, I do wonder what always wonder what level of attention them down the road, you know, are paying because the high profile examples. They're not that comparable Because Brendan Rodgers Had a backstory in England And Stephen Gerrard Was Stephen Gerrard Yeah Someone like Ange Postacoglu I, w- I wonder how his success Is cutting through there I think there's a There's a glass ceiling to it There's no doubt about it And I know Andy's Kind of said about Liverpool I, I don't think that's possible For any manager You know Kind of up in Scotland um, to, to, to do well and, and, and get a job like that As you saw Brendan Rodgers You know Came with a reputation Did extremely well at Celtic And he goes down to Leicester um, Steven Gerrard with his playing career comes up to Rangers wins a league title 
um, and goes to Aston Villa. I'm not being disrespectful to either of those two clubs, but they're not, they're not you know, top six clubs. They really, really aren't. So, yes, you know, as well as Ange can do, but I think there is a glass ceiling to managers in Scotland, how well you do here and how serious it's taken south of the border. Um, you know, I was talking about size of the club with you guys kind of off air, and I think kind of a Leeds, that sort of remit of a football club is where, you know, the opportunities will come for a manager coming from Scotland. Because again, look, people keep mentioning Brendan Rodgers. Mm-hmm. I think, is that just because it was a shock and it shows it can happen? And just because you think a manager is committed to the cause doesn't mean he won't leave. Other than that, I mean, is that where the, is that where the similarities end? Is, is it just... Is it just a reminder that it's possible rather than having any bearing on, on this situation? Yeah, I think you're right. It's just a reminder, like you said, that it is possible. But as I said, nobody was surprised at Brendan Rodgers with what happened. Well, well I certainly wasn't. Because when Brendan Rodgers came to Celtic, you knew what Brendan, Brendan Rodgers wanted. You know, obviously he'd been sacked down in England. He came up, he needed to kind of get his career going again. And he was always looking for what was next. And that's why he ended up at Leicester. Because let's be honest, I don't think many managers would, would leave Celtic for Leicester. He did it because he wants to get back down to the Premier League. So not similar at all for me. Listen, Ange, as I said, you know, has his project. He's going forward with that. And you know what will be, will be with him. 01419511025. Do you know what I did notice though, right? Because I'm always scrolling social media during the show just to make sure I'm across everything, right? Just to make sure there's no breaking news catching us unaware. And it reminded me of a great line from Ange Postacoglu on, was it Thursday or Friday? He says, "When if you're on Instagram, you'll know Giacomacchus has left before I do yeah. or something along those lines. Giacomacchus is taken to Instagram. <laughs> to say he's away. To say he's away. Is that right? There we are. It's official. There you go. <laughs> Genuinely, that's yeah, 10 minutes ago. Um, he says, well, that difficult time has arrived. It was an incredible journey. I <laughs> I loved and was loved by the incomparable, amazing Celtic fans. Thank you very much. You'll forever be in my heart and mind. I'll be forever grateful to you. Goodbye, your Gigi, he says. Um, so Andrew was right. Yeah, he was. <laughs> See, Andrew's always right. Uh, nice message. Nice message. It's, hey, it's, what it's a saga that turned out. It's How the did you end up on the 8th of February? I know it's the, the, because of the different window and so on, yeah. but... We've been speaking about this for weeks And that's it only official But if I was listening to his words so where, Where's he actually ended oh, up? Oh, good point um, <laughs> It wasn't important Gordon just got Instagram That was it It actually doesn't say, you know I mean, Atlanta, Atlanta were in yeah. the, They yeah. were in the driving seat, weren't they? Yeah. they? Genuinely, this one doesn't say this Ah, but this is what they do Do they not? The modern footballer They separate it They give the goodbye And then he'll give it an hour yeah, oh, yeah. Any social stri- media team Get more likes New chapter yeah. Welcome to whatever Can't wait to get going yeah, you don't want to mix them up, do you? With like the two star-spangled banner yeah. in the background. Um, his media his media team have, have thought about that one. They're so going to do we well go. with it. they have been the new strip, pronto. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Not See a you later. Was, it? How many midweeks have you been in here, you two, and we spoke about Jack and Marcus's future? That, is, that, is that the line officially drawn, in case it wasn't before? Yeah, I'd like to think so. It's dragged on a little bit. Yeah, it has. Um, probably a little bit longer than Celtic wanted it to, but obviously, you know, they've managed to get some money in for him. He's off to pastures new, and they've got Owen as his replacement. So, and strikes again, doesn't he? he gets it all right. Gets a new. new striker in, and you know, he knew with Jack and Marcus's social media. Yeah, Foster <laughs> Coglu is sitting there on his burner Instagram account right now. <laughs> 
Just typing out a sarcastic <laughs> comment. You will not be missed. <laughs> anyway, well, the grass is not always greener. Yeah. Something like then realise this is his official account that he's wrote it on rather than the burner. 01419511025. If you've got any thoughts on that, I mean, I do think we've probably rinsed that topic for all it's worth in the last few weeks. But now that it's official, if you want one final goodbye, Celtic fans, I would never deny you uh, the opportunity. Scott is a Celtic fan. Take it away, Scott. Right, guys. Um, can I make the point? You just talk about Giamakis. I think we'll miss him. Um, just, just you know, because of his strength and his physicality. I always thought when he played against Rangers, um, the, the two centre halves of Rangers, who like to ping like cross hold balls, he didn't give them time to do that. And I always thought if you look back at the four games we beat them, Giamakis had started all the games. So. That's just my own personal thought on it Yeah I mean Simon If we are drawing a line under it So to speak tonight He was definitely of a level at Celtic Where O will need to go some To fill his boots You know There's absolutely no Guarantee there Um, And everyone trusts Hans Postacoglu He's got all that That goodwill in the bank But can't get everyone right You can't always no, listen, You can't always I'm bring joke, replacements That are better than the at, previous one We're having a laugh and a joke there About his Instagram and stuff But there's absolutely no doubt I agreed with Scott You know Giacomacus had did a good job for Celtic He really did uh, Last season When Kyogo was out injured To come in And lead the line And finish top goal scorer And Scott's right it, Some of his better performances Albeit I don't think he scored against Rangers But he certainly Performed well in those games To enable other players to benefit Yeah it, it was a success In the short time he was there Having said that I said a, a week or so ago When there was all the speculation That players come and go And they've now got a striker in Who I've only seen a tiny bit of I like the way he rolled the defender At the weekend He looks as if he could be the robust Strong striker Who's getting on the end of crosses Now that Jackie Marcus is away And there's nobody at the club that will know better than that than the manager. So I'm not too overly concerned, but I, I get why some guys are upset that he's moved on. But there's no getting away. He did a good job. He, he was a success at Celtic. Yeah, and he, he will be missed. And listen, I think sometimes as football fans, we, we look at things and think, oh, you know, it was always in the club's control. I don't think this one was. No. You know, I think if you ask Ange when he would have wanted this to happen, he probably would say in the summer. I think there's no doubt about it. He would want to keep hold of him. Uh, and just had to react and you know go for the next one on his list in terms of oh because Jack Macus has clearly gone to the club and said listen I want to move on whatever reason that might have been I think it would have been because listen I want to play week in week out which is fair at his age so you know it's not one that you know Andrew just said right I, I want him out of the building he would have been oh, I want to keep him but you know he wanted to move on there's no point in keeping players that aren't happy at the club yeah, uh, yeah. what else was on your mind Scott? Um, just about Posta Coglu um, and the media talk and all the spin oh it's going Andrew's going to Leeds or Leeds are looking at Ange. If you look at Ange's history, he's managerial with Australia, over in Japan, um, even over in Australia. He, every time he's took a job on, he's stuck to the time scale he's expected to stick to the job, be it three years, two years, whatever it may be. Um, does he sound like a guy who's going to jump ship at the first job that's offered to him? Because he doesn't seem to be that type of man to me. So far, he's been, he's been... Absolutely fantastic with the media in Scotland. We all know how bad the media can be. Um, he seems to put them in their place ra- relatively easily. Um, he's got the Celtic fans in his hand, to be honest with you. Um, if you compare him to Brendan Rodgers, night and day, I think that Ange Postacoglu is a farce. What would I say? It impresses me more than Brendan. Brendan, for me, was always about Brendan and not about the club. 
Ange doesn't even want to be in the, the spotlight, in my opinion. I think he's quite happy just to do his wee bit in the press. But you see him, he's even dying to get away from the press sometimes, I think. You see him, isn't it? Um, I think he just wants to do a job and he wants to do the job that Celtic have asked him into. He spent, what, 45 million, I think he spent. And he's still in credit. I mean, and turned over a, a playing staff of something like 20-odd players, won two trophies. He's in the hunt for the league again this season. We're in the final of the, the League Cup, and we've got the quarterfinals of the Scottish Cup coming up. Well, he's done that in 16 months. I mean, that's phenomenal. No matter what way you look at it, that is absolutely phenomenal. And see if, see if he went this year, I'd be major surprised. I think the guy wants to stay maybe three, maybe four years. I think it was Gordon Stratton quoted that a Celtic or Rangers job, three years in it is like six years in any other club because of the pressure and the added, the added obviously need to win. I just, I, I just really like everything that Ange does. The way he speaks, the way, the way he praises his players. And yes, Jacko's went, and I like Jacko as a player. I thought he was a really good player. But if Ange decides he wants to move him on, then so be it. Yeah, I think are we in that middle ground? Because. <laughs> We know where we are in the food chain up here, and you're adopted up here now, mm. so you can <laughs> you, you know how it is. We know that money talks, and that, you know eventually, and all all these words. But what's that? Is it been? Is it sixteen months? Are we in between that point where you would think that if you know you're not exactly going to be fed up of it yet, are you? You know that sometimes can be a maybe a driver to take it. We're not at that stage. No, no, we're not anywhere near that stage. Um, I'm in total agreement with that. And, and I've always said, you know, when people speaking about Ange after kind of the first year and what he had achieved and the turnaround from, you know, losing the hearts at the start of that season and, you know, going on to win the league. I've always said that I don't think he'll leave in the middle of a season um, just because, I, again, the mm. way he wants his teams to play is very, very difficult. So, you know, he needs that pre-season to do it. So, you know, I don't ever really see Ange leaving in the middle of a season. As, as Scott said there, all the outside noise, he doesn't really care about it. You know, he goes about his business. He's always honest with the press. He, he's witty. He, you know, he's a likeable guy no matter who you support. Um, and on top of that, he's a fantastic manager. Yeah, I mean, Simon, again, the, the, I suppose the problem is about us trying to to, to throw general statements out. Because I don't I get where Marvin's coming from. You know, wouldn't want to leave in the middle of a season. Sometimes, and I'm not saying this is that occasion, but sometimes an opportunity just comes up in the middle of a season, and, it, and it's not ideal. And you know that it might not be there in the summer, or, you been, know. I've, so I've been there in management. I've been there with, and and the Partick fans didn't thank us for it, but an opportunity arose, yeah. and, and Jackie decided to go. To, I know it's on a smaller scale than no, it's, Celtic, it's but it's, yeah. you know, it is uh, comparable to an extent. Because does it does not? I take it nothing prepares you for that because no. you've probably got these. These, Nothing prepares you for anything. The, these intentions of saying, you know, I, I know I'd only go in at a pre season and, and give myself this amount of time, and it's just. just nothing not nothing prepares you for, for for certain things in football. You can be sitting beside a guy in the dressing room one minute, you can come in, transfer windows have taken that away a wee bit, mm-hmm. but you can be sitting with some guy and they can be away the next day uh, in football. But I just, I just feel this guy, I agree with the caller, Scott, that it, he's impressed me since he came. You know, the way he deals with the press Even from the beginning When he, he lost those first three games I liked the way he was talking I liked what he was saying And then you get excited When you see what type of player he's bringing to the club And how he wants Celtic to play And that gets Almost to a man Them giving him a standing ovation against Real Madrid When they get beat 3-0 at home Because for 60 minutes they enjoyed what they were watching so that's why the Celtic fans have bought into Ange Postacoglu, and as I say, I think it's 
I said mm. chapter two, didn't I? I think he's he's here for a for a, a proper project, whether it's three, four, five seasons. I can't remember if I've got my calendar wrong, but there might be some Japanese listeners out saying that he, did he leave in the middle of the Japanese season? <laughs> I don't. I think he probably did. No, <laughs> no, I well, because they were, <laughs> yeah, because it uh, it's not married up to ours. I assume. Yeah. So potentially. <laughs> <laughs> Our apologies to any fans of Japanese football. We sh- we should know these things. Yeah, the you producer, should. The producer the should. You're right. He's nodding. He says it was the middle of the Japanese season. Right. Okay. He's pointing to something. I don't know what that is. He's pointing to. Yeah, I always to. thought Andrew leave in the middle of the season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> anyway, just a bit of fun. Thank you, Scott. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. You know where to find us. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Simon Donnelly and Marvin Bartley are here. It's 01419511025. That is the number you need to get in touch uh, tonight. I've been waiting for this opportunity to give, well, on one hand, give producer Callum his 15 seconds of fame, but also maybe make him cry live. Uh, on the show Because Michael's in our drawson But I think you had some thoughts On that Ryan Edwards tackle That the appeal uh, Lost today Michael Is that right? Yes that's correct Gordon That's correct hi. And what did you uh, think? I think it's a shocking decision Gordon Because uh, Ryan Jack That makes them That same tackle At Tanadice That same tackle At Tanadice? Aye Ryan Jack That makes the same tackle I've seen footage of it today It's an absolute shocking decision right, um, So remind, I don't remember Can't remember it Ryan Jack at Tannadice I thought you were going to say Ryan Jack against St Johnston Ibrox No? Uh, I might have been Money of tackles anyway It was All a right. tackle well, We've moved A hundred miles down the road But Any fair tackle. enough um, But hold on Let me cut to the bottom of this Michael Because I get The way this mad rivalry works If he did this And he get away with that How is this Blah 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 If I was to just Not ask you about Ryan Jack For a second Just on Ryan Edwards You don't think that's a red card? Hey, aye, aye Sorry God. Oh, you do? Aye, the baseball. No, Ryan Edwards, sorry. Yeah, Ryan Jack, man. Josh, it was a red card. But Ryan Edwards at Dundee United wasn't? No, no, no. I don't understand that happened, so it'll be. All right, okay. Fair enough. Producer Callum, come on. Come on. Don't be shy. Get in here. I want to hear you cry about this because, Marvin Bartley, you are, you're you're with the appeals panel. You can't yeah. believe it. Red, red card. All, all day all, long. All day, every day. And I said, I've done those tackles. I really have. And that's why I stopped before VAR came into the game because you just can't do it. But as Simon said, I made a living off doing that. Do you accept? Do you accept the decision? Do you accept it, no, producer Cal? It's not a red card. Why not? Have you, Andy Halliday limped in here on Monday night Andy with Halliday a cut. Limps everywhere. A cut halfway up his shin. Yep. It was it, it, it was hip high. The cut he was telling us. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're still not having it. No, because I think he won the ball. And yes, intent. Oh, matters. what is this? 1982. Yeah. Intent matters. I get it. I yeah. totally understand. But I'm not really sure what Ryan Edwards is supposed to do in that instance. He wins the ball, and Andy Halliday plants his leg on purpose so that he can get his foot in there. <laughs> I the, hope he's listening. Yeah, the follow through, as I said, you know, I've done many of those tackles and that. I've been on it. the receiving end of a few of them in my time. And, you know, back in my day, before he says mm-hmm. that, you could tackle from behind. Went, but not current. Producer rooms. Callum it's, actually it's, it's left, genuinely left before Andy Halliday came in on Monday. Just didn't want to face him. Um, so you, you think it was the right I decision? I think it was the right decision. And yeah. it, I think it was a da- dangerous tackle. I looked at it at the time Somebody took me to task Whether he meant it Because As I say Well you, you mm. 
what do you, do you think he meant it? Yeah, I've to weave his I've, leg in. To, I've done it. Yeah. Like you say, right? I'm going to win this ball, and so I know I'm going to win the, yeah, yeah, gonna win the ball before yeah. the opposition player comes I think, in, I, I think and I'll catch him with a follow ones, through. Yeah. Listen, it, night and day. That that is it. That that's that's it. And we've now moved on. To be fair, haven't we? There are two ways of looking at it. You've got the initial Saturday afternoon. Is that a red card? Mm-hmm. And I know this might be a subtle difference, and people think I'm splitting hairs, but you've then got. Tuesday, Wednesday, is it a bad enough mistake to over, to win an appeal? Because there is a there, you know there's a difference there, and I, it's a you know it's a it's a higher bar if you like to get that overturned. So you're definitely not surprised of the way it went today. No, not surprised at all. And the interesting thing for me, I would like to know the reason for the appeal. So what did they think was wrong with the red card in terms of they saying it wasn't. Because he, he won the ball, but you can't just win the ball. No, I know. You, you know, I know that, but that's that's. Hopefully, yeah, that's not what they've gone with because that's not even you no. know excessive. It's force, different to the what was it Nicky Clark, the one that when it it looks bad when you're watching it first. And yeah, you, you, you look at it slow and it's like he's not really made a lot of contact. That if, one, if that, any, if any yeah. at all, that one at the weekend, it's a potential leg breaker. Yeah. It, it's a bad tackle and it's unfortunate I'm not saying he's meant to hurt Andy but I think he's meant to lay his marker down as you know as I said I've done many times in the past producer Callum's now fully in tears because former <laughs> Dundee United assistant manager Simon Donnelly doesn't <laughs> doesn't agree with him neither did former Dundee United of two spells no less right back Mark Wilson didn't agree either last night he's having a yeah he's having a tough time I think you know he's clutching at straws Busy couple of weeks though For refs and VAR And appeals panels So you think they, they come out of this one With no criticism for you? No you, you can't Honestly I think You know the, the referee's got it right on the day I think the, the appeals panel Have kind of dismissed it I don't think that would have taken long at all It would probably been record breaking time If I'm honest And as you said You know referees come in for a lot of criticism But for, for me that, that They were perfectly right with that With that one And you know VAR worked in the way it should and then now serve a two-game suspension, and that's the way it goes. Um, sorry to tell producer Cal, I suppose Michael is <laughs> summing up the the madness of Glasgow and the rivalry. Michael's sort of defending Ryan Edwards on the basis that Ryan Jacks was worse in his mind in a in a different game, which I, thought, I, I mean I get, but I it's a, it was a bad it's a very well. difficult process to, mm. to sort of get your head around that because if. If, if you think one's a mistake Do you just want mistakes to be continually made So that there's this Mythical consistency reached you know what? No because like You brought me up for the, the handball thing in, A few weeks ago didn't you, and, you know, every, every incident is different I mean it's, it's, but it's the, okay the, to compare the, the, the to Ryan, a point but The Ryan Jack one's different But it's, it's still a bad tackle in my opinion mm-hmm. Anyway Where are we? A couple of weeks on and we're still revisiting these challenges but it's all good fun. Thank you to Michael and Ardrossan. It's that time already. Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football I'm still looking for you Motherwell and Aberdeen fans. I don't think we've ever had a big discussion about a transfer window for CEOs <laughs> So if you've got any thoughts on Alan Burrows going from Motherwell to Aberdeen On either side of that equation Let's hear from you But it is Beat the Pundit time D- Disgraceful night last night What was it? One each? Mark Wilson? On the, honestly horrible to there. watch I've Really poor And then he, did he win the tiebreaker? Oh that's yeah. even worse He won the tiebreaker But anyway let's see if we can get a more convincing evening For the listeners right now 0141 951 1025 Lines close at 7 Tackle the headlines 0141 951 1025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard 
Marvin Bartley and Simon Donnelly are here It's 01419511025 Or it's Twitter at Clyde SSB uh, the official confirmation came from Georgius Giacomakis' Instagram account, of course, as Ange Postacoglu predicted, but Celtic have tonight now confirmed in the last two minutes that Georgius Giacomakis has joined Atlanta United on a permanent transfer. They wish him for, uh, they thank him, sorry, for his efforts at the club and wish him good luck uh, in Atlanta. So 01419511025, if you've thoughts on that, absolutely fine. Uh, lots of more calls on Ange Postacoglu. And leads tonight But again Mostly on The lines of Not going to happen um, So which is Absolutely fine as well Keep them coming in uh, And I do keep saying it I want to get, I, I, We've never had the chance To react really To many moves Of CEOs Between clubs In the Premiership So any Aberdeen Or Motherwell fans Out there uh, You can get in touch Let's see who's on Tonight's Beat the Pundit Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. Right, Beat the Pundit time. Marvin and Simon are standing by and David from Hamilton's on the line. David, you are a Mullow fan. You'll be getting put in the spot about your CEO in a minute or two, but do you fancy your chances on Beat the Pundit? Ah, yeah. Could beat any of them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he sounds confident. That. I don't want to play him. No, I think he'll be good. I think I, I, I think he'll be good. I've yeah. just got a, yeah, I've got a feeling. Heads, it will be Simon Donnelly, tails Marvin Bartley. How's the recent form, gentlemen? Good win last week, was it? Yeah. No, I was terrible, and I've been getting a lot of stick. But on my mm. travels, by the way, in MS getting my meal deal, got a bit of stick <laughs> about, about my performance. Hold on, can I just say nothing underlines the difference between some of the pundits than that sentence you just said? Because see, when Gordon Dale loses, it beat the pundit. The first thing he says is that he gets stick in the supermarket. But it's not that supermarket. <laughs> See, you're showing, he's showing a different level. Others this are available. Guy. See, also at the training ground, Hamilton Palace, that Andy, who works, uh, he's a manager of the whole thing. <laughs> says yeah. to you, you were awful, mate. Anyone else awful. you want to mention? No, just no, those two. You're done. Just Great, those thanks. Two. I just want to play again today. The Marvin's personal hotline here. This show, right? Heads, it's Simon Tails. It's Marvin. Go on then, tell us, big guy. Yeah, heads, heads it is. It's heads, I'm afraid, Simon. So it's you mm. uh, up against David Mullerwell. So David, good luck. I want you to win. <laughs> what we'll do here David's from Hamilton as well You can Oh brilliant Right David If you win the ball Marvin, I'll take Marvin it Marvin will take it to the Palace Grounds To Queen of the South training Is that alright? I will have my penalty shoot At them then right <laughs> Perfect <laughs> I'll record it uh, Anyway Let's give Simon Some Clyde 2 to listen to And we'll get the clock ready David 30 seconds Answer as many as you can And pass if you do not know Okay Let's go then 30 seconds on the clock The time starts now How many Croatians Have played for Rangers This season? A2 Which club does Jeremy Frimpong play for? Uh, Bayer Leverkusen How many current Top flight sides Has Rudy Skatchel Played for? Two Which club is Sean Maloney The manager of? Wigan What country is St Mirren's Alex Grieve from? New Zealand Who plays their home games At Fourth Bank Stadium? Uh, still an Albion Name any current Aberdeen player On their second spell With the club uh, Johnny Hayes Which Hibs player Won player of the month For January today Kevin Nugget <laughs> uh, Simon can you hear us He's laughing at Nothing Not telling you Marvin <laughs> what were you Listening to there Music Yeah music You didn't hear David No Okay Why? David's either had Exactly I, had I think he's been terrible He's <laughs> either rotten Or he's really good I I'm won't tell rotten. you which one Okay, you ready, Simon? Yeah, let's, let's go for do it. it. Thirty seconds on the clock. Your time starts now. How many Croatians have played for Rangers this season? Two. What club does Jeremy Frimpong play for? Leverkusen. How many current top-flight clubs has Rudy Scatchel played for? 
two Who's Sean Maloney The manager of Wigan What country is St Mirren's Alex Grieve from Pass Who plays their home games At Fourth Bank Stadium Still in Albion Name any current Aberdeen player On their second spell With the club Johnny Hayes Which Hibs player Won player of the month For January today Porteous Which team were relegated From the top flight Into the Scottish Championship Last year Dundee Okay okay What a game What a game David Have you done enough? Um, maybe it might, it might be a tiebreaker oh, I think so David, is the David is sensational That's all I'm telling you But you were good as well right. So I, I, I must admit As soon as I heard David's answers I you thought you're done Yeah But you know How many Croatians have played for Rangers 2 Barisic and Cholak both got it Frimpong's at Leverkusen Both got it Scatchel played for Hearts and Dundee United Both got it wow. Sean Maloney's at Wigan Both got it <laughs> wow. Game of the season so far <laughs> Alex Grieve is from New Zealand yeah, oh. David got it That's when right. I knew we had a serious player on our yeah. hands Right, The guy's got every one of them right so far Sterling Albion Both got it right. Johnny Hayes Both, both got, got it. it Did I squeeze one in? Kevin Nisbet, Nisbet yeah. Not oh. Ryan Porteous Did he get it? He got ah, it Ah well played David You got more questions So you got Dundee But It's not enough It's over And I don't know if we've had this before What was that? 7-6? Six? 6-5? Six, David got 8 questions in oh. And answered every single one of them Correctly Marvin has never been more relieved To not I'm buzzing <laughs> Marv That didn't mean that I'm a Marvin, record you heard the expression There's a way to get beat Yeah No That's the way to get beat I knew that yesterday <laughs> I don't, well, to be fair to you, I don't think a seven's ever lost. No, no, no chance. Has today a seven? He must well, be the David, well for that. Yeah, well, that's David. poor from Simon. I'd have got it. Would have been eight oh. David, that is unbelievable. You must be pleased with that. Hi, all right. Does he not get to go for the? Yeah, we've got a bit of a problem on our hands though because uh. he's heard Simon's extra one question. Okay. Hasn't he? I can make up a question. So would you have got Dundee? Be honest, David. I, oh, I have got it. Of course, right. So oh, to yeah, get to get the ten, I don't think a listener's ever got the ten before. Which English side is Garan Quall on loan at Hearts from? Uh, Newcastle. No, nah, he got nine. Superb. Because he heard the other one. Unlucky. He would David. have got it. No, nah, no, nah, he wouldn't have. Unlucky pal. Bring, bring one, Roger Hanna. <laughs> <laughs> what na- right, for your proper ten? What nationality is Christian Montano of Livy? Oh, he's like Bahamas. Nah, he's got nine. Unlucky. Hopeless, David. Rubbish. <laughs> Hang on. Don't even turn up in the past. Not getting the ball. Not getting the ball. No, that was that was brilliant. Honestly. Sensational. An eight, 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 seven. I get beat then. Oh, I'm thinking. He's thinking still the, lost. Doesn't matter the score. Anyway, it might have been eight one. Wasted time. Think about all the horrible one nils you've had. Exactly. One each with a tie break. That and I get seven there, and I'm walking away with a defeat. That's what you get for being late. Unbelievable. I mean Mark Wilson take my hat off Mark Wilson won last night That's the game That is the game uh, David you are on the line I'm going to take advantage of that You're a Motherwell fan uh, what, did, what did you make of that news today? You're, you knew your CEO was stepping down What you didn't know is that he's now going to Petaudry How do you reflect on that news? Um, well obviously it was a surprise when the news came out at first he was leaving us um, But I don't know It's just I thought he was going to get somewhere, go somewhere else, uh, maybe down south or maybe something to do with the FFA, but uh, it's, it's one of these things, obviously Aberdeen are a bigger club with a bigger budget, obviously he must have uh, bigger ambitions to maybe make them better, I think maybe he would take us to as far as he can take us, so we'll see what happens. I mean, to be fair, it looks like the 
you know, it's not necessarily like a player moving because it does look like, unless I'm mistaken, someone can correct me, there was just a genuine decision to step down from Motherwell and then Aberdeen appear and then that, you know, you know what I mean? It's not like necessarily choosing that that move at the time. Does that is it understandable that that that's the way it played out? Yeah, 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 I think so. It's just obviously it's just the right place at the right time that the just came up. They've obviously identified him as probably one of the best chief executives in the league. So I fair play to Aberdeen. Obviously it's a big loss for us, but we knew he was leaving anyway, so hopefully we get something done. It's just as good as Yeah, I've seen some Motherwell fans having a, a bit of a moan on social media today, you know, mentioning when it, when the move to step down first got announced It was said that Alan would remain in place Until his replacement was found But now Aberdeen issued a statement today I mean thanking Motherwell for their help In a, in a smooth transition Does it does it feel like the, the fans have been kept in the dark a little bit? Yeah I think so That the way that the, way the club is now I think it's a wee bit upside down On the field and obviously now off the field So there's something going on In the background but obviously we don't know these things I might be just speculating but we just need to go on better. I did say at the time, Marvin Simon, that the a chief exec stepping down, it's not it's not it's not like box office headline news generally. I do think this is a talking point you see mm-hmm. it on social media. D- d- is that kinda all you need to know in terms of the size of the job Alan Burroughs has done? Is that why people are interested in this? Is that why it's in the news? Yeah, I think, you know, as as we're saying there, you know, he's a credit to, to the club and Obviously, he felt he took the club as far as he possibly could. Um, I think it makes it a little bit harder with Motherwell in the current predicament that they're in, um, in terms of the league table. You know, for him to leave mid-season, um, you know, when they are struggling off uh, on the pitch, rather, does make it more difficult. But you know, I'm sure it's not a decision that he took lightly. You know, he's Motherwell through and through in terms of who he supports. Um, he's always been really passionate on the sides, and I know it would be a hard leave for him. But obviously, you know, he's off to pastures new, and, and kind of good luck to him. <laughs> that sounds like someone who's stood in a dugout that Alan Burrows has stood behind, yeah, um, and shouted. <laughs> that is that is correct. Like I actually thought the manager was just standing. Up, I thought it was a gaffer for a while. Um, so no, he is really, really passionate, especially during COVID times. You could really hear him. You hear everything. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's an interesting one, Simon. Just highlights, I think, the, the good job that he did at Motherwell. I think that, for me, was news when he left. You know, uh, it kind of strikes out at your attention because he was synonymous with there for, for so long, working, doing a really good job. He's had a break, and this has come about today. i seen it on Twitter earlier on today. It was a, a surprise as well because, as you say, it doesn't happen every day of the week. A CEO moving from one club to another uh, in such a short mm-hmm. time. But, yeah, it's a, a good opportunity for him. Does it add to your... Sort of worry, concern about this season as a whole, David, or is it is it different? You know, you just can you separate the on field and the off field, or, or does it all feed into a worrying picture for you? Yeah, I, I think it all comes together. To be honest, um, obviously, if everything was all right in the background, then um, we just forget about it. Obviously, on field, there's a lot of problems in there. We just can't see me either scored goals or. Get any points together So I, it's, it's all in the one I think there's there's Something wrong at the club I don't know what it is But uh, Fans are a wee bit A bit worried To be honest mm. That's the thing Look the two things Can be entirely unrelated Of course And um, you know Alan Burroughs Would have had his personal reasons Simon But If you are a fan You would be disappointed If you left at any point But when it's now and you're near the bottom of the table, it, it does it just sets your mind racing. You know, it's, it's the full thing falling apart. You can 
you can sympathise with fans yeah, as to why they would think, reach that conclusion. Yeah, and I think we've, we've spoke as well about Stevie Hamill in recent times as well. It, it comes with the, the, where the club are and the disappointment at the moment and the pressure that the club's under. Uh, but again, that's it's one of these things. Alan Burrows decided to step down at Motherwell and this opportunity's came about and I think it's a good one for him. You know, another uh, big club. David's mm-hmm. admitted himself, Aberdeen or, you know, a bigger club with a bigger budget, etc. So it's a, I think it's a good opportunity for him. Uh, thanks to David. Enjoy the victory. Beat the pun. That was sensational. Honestly. Well, However, David, I've had some fighting talk. Roger Hanna messaged me straight away to say <laughs> Christian Montano's obviously Colombian. I'll take on the challenge. You fancy it, David? Oh, well, I, I've played him before and I just get beat by one. So oh, I, I didn't know that. Bring, wow. Bring, Kept bring that quiet, he kept that he's, he's a mastermind as well. He's been sparring. <laughs> I just got the text. That's the beat the pundit. You've just been beat off mastermind. <laughs> <laughs> who, who said you that? Just one of my mates. <laughs> that's the beat the pundit equivalent. He's he's just a, I, I, I've sparred with Tyson Fury before. But that's essentially what he's if he's mastermind, dancing man. with Roger Hanna. That was great. Um, right, if Mullerwell's loss is Aberdeen's gain, let's speak to Steve, who's on the line now. Steve is actually part of the Don Supporters Trust as well. Um, how did you reflect on that news when you heard it today, Steve? I thought it was an absolutely fantastic uh, bit of news uh, to come out of Pitodri. Um I was a bit like your previous caller there from Motherwell, thinking he was destined either for down south or on the SFA uh, track. Um, so absolutely delighted. And I think it's something that maybe we've been missing. Uh, hopefully it's just a, a piece in the jigsaw to help us. Yeah, I mean, the theme of this discussion, Steve, you know, we've been talking about when you sign a player, it's like, well, you know, he was good against us and we know what he can do, that sort of thing. I take it, are fans of other clubs aware of the work Alan Burrow's done, able to admire it from a distance? Is that why you're so optimistic about this? Yeah, I think I think it was well publicised uh, how well he helped run Motherwell. Um, yeah, we know, we know he's a Motherwell fan, but he'd done such a good job there. He, he interacted with the fans. He, he all probably took a lot of pressure off of maybe management and uh, chairman and such like. So he does a lot of that and he, he takes it on the chin. And you need sometimes somebody like that that's prepared to do that and maybe roll their sleeves up and, and fight for the cause. Um, so, yeah, absolutely delighted. And uh, the fact that Dave Cormack in his uh, speech after Hibs said, we've got all the strategies in place it's maybe the personnel we need to look at, then I would say he's, he's started off very, very well with that, if that's what he's looking at doing. Um, so it's a case of hats off to Dave Cormack for that appointment. Yeah, I mean, there's a line from Alan Burrows in the statement Aberdeen says, when he decided to step down from his role at Motherwell, I was fortunate enough to have a number of clubs make contact. However, I was most intrigued by the Aberdeen opportunity. So I am... Pretty certain There would have been Other Scottish clubs Involved in that Marvin So there was something About Aberdeen That was the most appealing Yeah you know I'd heard there was Other Scottish clubs Involved as well In, tr- in trying to get His services um, in the south <laughs> I couldn't afford it You probably want to Buy the club um, But no okay, listen There's your riddle <laughs> If it's not Queen of the South Which other Scottish club Does Marvin know well And it wouldn't have been Livy because David Martindale Wouldn't entertain it So you've got your answer There, there we are. Yeah exactly But no listen As Steve said there You know Aberdeen has spoken about kind of restructuring the club off the field and, and if this is the first appointment in doing so then it's fantastic um, 
you know, he, he's a man who knows Scottish football. He's passionate about what he does. You know, interaction with fans. Everybody wants to see that. He has great ideas. Um, and this will probably be the first of many signings for Aberdeen off the field because, you know, they spent a lot of money on the pitch and they need to get it now right off of it. Um, next thing will probably be a new manager who I think could be in the dugout already. That's that's the uh, that's the next thing, Steve. I'm not entirely sure. I was scanning the statement again. I don't think it does make any reference of what role, if any, Alan Burrows now takes at, you know, finding a new manager because I'm assuming that is, is well underway Dwight York has been <laughs> Issuing some nice sound bites Steve talking about You know Splitting yeah. Rangers and Celtic Celtic and Rangers Is it going to be Barry Robson Will it be someone else Is it going to be Dwight York For that matter Well To be fair I think uh, Personally I feel Give Bar- Barry Robson The chance until The summer And then see Who else is out there In the summer Because there'll be Managers come and go So Personally, we've, we've done well the other the other night there. Um, so I, w- I would like to see Barry give it till the end of the season and then go back into his role with coaching the young kids because he does he does like that uh, that role, uh, getting the youngsters through into the first team. But it's, it, it, there's not a, there's not a big pick of managers out there at the moment. Um, so that I think it would be the the sensible option. Um, he, he, Barry Robson's quite quite a, a safe pair of hands, I think, to have the have the team in at the moment. It's always one of our most high-profile jobs. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. So it's in the top few. You can argue amongst yourselves which which uh, position in that top few it comes. But um, you know, I'm, I'm still quite intrigued as to see what what direction that is. We've said it before. I know that Stevie Hamill, Liam Fox, mm-hmm. pre- um, promote from within is very in fashion. But I wonder what route they would take. I think this is a trial period for Barry Robson to, to get the job. I think when you get the chance to bring in an assistant manager when you're interim at a football club, that means it's not going to be a couple of weeks. You know, Steve Agnews came up from from down south. Uh, I can't see somebody doing that for, for two or three weeks. I think it will get extended pretty soon to the end of the season. Um, and I think this is a chance for him. You know, he's 44 years of age. He's been patient. He's, he's got his coaching badges. He wants to be a first team manager. You know, he loves the club. He knows the club. He knows the fans. So, you know, hopefully it goes well for him and I think it'll be a big, uh, good fit for Aberdeen. Thank you, Steve. It was nice of you to join us. That was Steve, an Aberdeen fan uh, from the Don Supporters Trust giving us his thoughts on Alan Burrows and more. If there's anything else you'd like to discuss tonight, Simon Donnelly's sensational defeat on Beat the Pundit, perhaps. Georgius Giacomakis's confirmed move to Atlanta. Uh, we've probably given Ange Postacoglu and lead speculation a good kicking but if you want to keep it going we're here for you Rangers fans what a quiet night it's been for you what's happening it's been there's nothing to be said it seems but I'm sure you've got a different opinion to that so why not get in touch if there's anything you want to bring up 01419511025 taking your calls on Scottish football 01419511025 this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Simon Donnelly Threatened to walk out of the show during the break because of his disgust at getting put up against one of the eggheads. Um, <laughs> just like if David had let it be known that he took <laughs> Roger Hanna all the way, you should have done better. Well, he caught me off guard. Only my seven and lose. Are you kicking? I mean, you, Alex Grieve will haunt you. Grieve, I would never have got it. I knew that I one should. as well. That's anyone I knew. I, although I'm, get, I'm letting you off with that one. 
I, I don't think I can let you off for Kevin this, but announced no. as player of the month today. Yeah, And I thought, did, did Nisbet mm. get a hat trick in January as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a that, double. I think he got six trick? goals nah. in, in January. Well, to be fair, it's Dundee United, wasn't it? It was Motherwell, it was the other one. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, it was both. What, two hat tricks? No, a hat trick against Motherwell and a double against United. Yeah. yeah. So and I yeah. went for Porteous That was nah, it was silly uh, of you It was uh, Miles off it uh, And so well, well done <laughs> to Kevin Nesbitt by the way <laughs> And the manager of the month Robbie Nielsen Fair play Deserved. Because Ange Postacoglu was cleaning up for a while mm-hmm. I think Michael Beale got Was it the, the previous one um, It's been shared about a bit But not, not that much But Robbie Nielsen yeah Good month for him wasn't it Yeah Really good It's been a, it's been a good season if I'm honest for Robbie I think he's been he's been brilliant um, and like you said, it was a really good month for him and, and thoroughly deserved. I think he's doing a tremendous job at Hearts. Um, they evolve each transfer window, you know, obviously looking to get back into Europe. And he's made the club a real, real force again. And, you know, for, especially in my time up here, you know, kind of it was Hibs who were the strongest one. And then it was like 50-50. But for me now, Hearts are the, are the strongest team in Edinburgh. And it pains me to say it. So, you know, fair play to him. He's doing really well, really mm. well. Yeah, 01419511025. The only breaking news we've had whilst we're on tonight was that Georgios Giacomakis, um announcement from Atlanta. They've said, ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Like an American politician announcing mm. the capture of some sort of prisoner of war or <laughs> terrorist or something. It sounds a bit like the, the language they would use, um, which I'm not sure. I hope that wasn't the intention. It's a bit dramatic for the signing of a their main Greek target, striker from, they're saying. from Celtic. We've got our main target. Yeah, a bit weird. Anyway, um, the <laughs> interestingly as well, David Friel brought this to my attention. Um, and it, <laughs> it, does, it makes me feel a bit emotional because Georgios Giacomakis came and went without us, me, the pundits, and the callers really ever managing to get a proper grasp of his name. I mean, it was butchered many times on this show. And uh, Atlanta have issued a, a pronunciation guide for let's, anyone. Because he was then. still called... What was the what's the common one that you always hear? Uh, Geomachus. So what would you Everyone say, Everyone calls him Geomachus. Why? Why are you Giacomacus. missing out that mm, key bit of his name? I'm Giacom- going with that. Jack Jack But I'm not going to throw stones in my glass house Because I probably wasn't good enough on the the first name So Atlanta have issued Yorgos Yakumakis Yakumakis No one's ever called him that here So we've all been wrong Exactly, we've all been wrong And they've they've done it right So Now we we know Now we know Right, I've got a teaser for you Um, And I'm going (laughs) to I've used up all the answers I'm going to put you on the spot here Because you see, you think I would I'm going to deliberately aim the Rangers version of this question at you, Simon Donnelly and Marvin Barley. Could be too easy to take you down the Celtic route. We've spent a lot of time talking about Celtic tonight. So, can you name the last eight different players to take a league penalty for Rangers? Stephen McCarra sent it in. Can you name the last eight different players to take a league penalty for Rangers? (laughs) Absolutely. He's taken a few. Defoe? Yes. Kenny Miller? No. Morelos? No, no, he took one in the cup against Celtic and missed, didn't he? Or saved, or get my terminology right. Kent? No. One more guess and we'll move on. Barisic? Yes! Well done, Simon Donnelly. Okay. Uh, that was Stephen on tonight's full-time teaser. You can do the same. Come up with a question. Email it to me, fulltime at clyde1.com. 
and watch the pundits squirm as they try and come up with the answers to your question. That's the, that's the aim of the game. It's quite good fun. Uh, and a simple one tonight. Can you name the last eight different players to take a league penalty for Rangers, Tavernier, Defoe and Barisic? And hopefully we'll get the remaining five between now and the end of the show. Uh, what else have we got for you this evening? Anything I need to tell you about that's breaking? I don't think so. Um, let's bring in Robbie. Robbie's also an Aberdeen fan. What's your point tonight, Robbie? Oh, hi guys, thanks for having me on again Pleasure I'm, I'm just wanting to kind of follow up from what Steve, fellow Aberdeen fan, was saying mm-hmm. About the appointment of Alan Burrows And but considering just over two weeks ago It was probably the most humiliating result in Aberdeen's history And I'd never seen the fan base maybe so disconnected and disillusioned With the way the club were operating It's amazing since the interim appointment of Barry Robson, Steve Agnew Coupled with that sort of spirit in the performances against St Mirren, then that win against Motherwell. Today, I've never seen the fan base so united and positive about something of Burroughs coming in, and it just must be a testament to the work he's done at the club and within that Motherwell community. And I think he's also, he's not even in the door yet, and the sound bites he was saying in that little brief that the club came out saying that he wants to engage with the fan base and everything. I think he's doing all the right things and I'm glad that Dave Coymax realised that and maybe realised his mistake that operating the club remotely from Atlanta wasn't getting the best out of this what could be a great football club and now he's got a man in who hopefully can do so Did you feel there's more to this because the, the, the managerial situation grabs the headlines and understandably so but did you feel like there was more going on that the club needed to, to, to fix if you like? Yeah absolutely I think as the days and weeks go on without appointing a replacement for Jim Goodwin, it's actually a positive in my eyes because the last two appointments after McInnes and then after Glass was kind of knee-jerk. It was probably, in Goodwin's case, he was the best candidate. And that's what was going to lead on to say that Stephen Robinson has been getting a lot of traction today because his best spell came with Burroughs at Motherwell. But I don't think, other than Robinson and Martindale probably being the best candidate, Within the SPFL, I don't think Aberdeen will take that risk of going back to St Mirren for a manager. But I do think the best thing Dave Coymack can do, and we've seen the first step of that today, is getting the cards in the right place behind the scenes. And I think that might, Stephen Gunn as director of football, might not get moved on, but I think positioning behind the scenes might all change once Burroughs is in his role. Oh, St Mirren fans are chucking things at the radio I don't know if they've pieced this together yet Does Alan Burrows go and raid St... Hold on So now just to complete Alan Burrows phones up his former captain Keith Lasley And says we want <laughs> your current manager Our wow. former manager Stephen Robinson To go to Pataudry Wow that would be quite something That would It really That's really where they would. got the last manager from though As Robbie quite rightly points out This is how rumours start though and we just I'm here for it Yeah, it's true And Robbie's came with it um, Yeah, no, I, I can't see that one I, I don't think so I, I, I really do think that Robson will be given an opportunity to, to take the job I saw seen Chris Wilder as well Another name um, linked with Aberdeen, I'm sure So that one was a bit left field for yeah, me I'm trying as to well. think, was that not Was it not <clears throat> getting water I think cold it was, on that? Yeah, yeah I, I think, think it, it cold was cold Yeah, I think that yeah. today it's starting to it get must... cold water pulled right, on it and, okay I, I think Robson, I, I really do. And I, and I think, as I said, I think he's a great fit for it, you know, with Burroughs going in as well. But I think, you know, as I said earlier, he gets the club. And I think, you know, they talks about passionate performances. 
coming from him mm. while he's at the helm. Talk yeah. about our merry-go-round because I see Chris Wilder's been linked with the Huddersfield job, vacated by Scotsman Mark Fotheringham, assisted by Kenny, Kenny. Miller, who used yep. to be on the show. They lost their jobs today, and now people are talking about Chris Wilder taking that. So he's out of the frame for the Aberdeen job. He's so maybe on. Alan Burrows will need to go to St Mirren for Stephen Robinson, and I've got a headache. What about Kenny oh, Miller? So I'm sure he'll be up for the challenge. Um, but do you know what? I wonder if Alan Burrows is listening because I know he, he does listen it from time to time. He'd be feeling pretty good about himself if Robbie has even if even been made ten percent feel ten percent better after Darvel because you've got a new CVO. I thought nothing could make you feel better. Yeah. After a, a Darvel. When, when I seen that announced on Twitter earlier on, I looked at some of the comments and there were a lot of positivity coming from Aberdeen fans. So I think, like Robbie, I think they're quite pleased with us, and I think it makes sense. You know, on the back of the last two. Uh, managers It probably makes sense To take mm-hmm. a wee bit of time Take a bit of stock And you know Have a plan in place And listen It might not be far From the front door Barry Robson might go in there And finish the season But awaitingly for Aberdeen He's been there a long time As Marv says He's he's 44 A good age You know Experienced player mm-hmm. In football In this division You know He might get the opportunity well done Robbie You've started a good rumour St Mirren fans won't be happy with you uh, Miofsky Magic tweeted Tell Marvin the fans love Barry Robson But there's no chance he'll get it permanently We need experience in the role apparently Anyway uh, Let's bring in Geoffrey Who's a Rangers fan How are you tonight Geoffrey? You okay? Uh, yes I'm fine I would just like to make a point That I've been in hospital for six weeks And I've been listening to the show um, Over the festive period When it's been on Ah, oh, Jeffrey. Um, listen, I hope you're looking after yourself. I'm glad we could play a tiny part in keeping you company. Yeah, I had a, a hip operation, um, so I've enjoyed listening to the show over over the festive period. Now, I've got a couple of points I want to make. Um, it's about the goalkeeping situation. Okay. Um, McLaughlin on Saturday made a um, made a um, a cock up of. Um, the save that got St Johnson in a, a goal. Um, I would like to think during the summer, the, the summer transfer, that Rangers look for another goalkeeper. I mean, I've got every respect for McGregor, who's been a great servant at Ibrooks. And I would like to wish also Darvall on Monday night all the best for the Scottish Cup against Falkirk. Well, absolutely. I'm sure we'll get stuck into the build-up. Uh, to that one in the coming days I feel like we Have not got away From the Rangers goalkeeping debate All season At the mm-hmm. most it disappears for a week right? Because at the start It seemed Well let me History lesson right Go all the way back to the end of last season Alan McGregor comes on For what presumably is a farewell appearance In the Scottish Cup final Then Stays then there's like a kind of toss up at the start of the season between who is number one and who's not and John McLaughlin makes some high profile errors and Alan McGregor comes back in there's managerial change they keep rotating and even as recently as Saturday fans like Jeffrey are not impressed with what they see from John McLaughlin it feels like we're just constantly going round on this one Marvin I think we will continue to until <clears throat> a new goalkeeper is brought in and I think it'll be very very high on Michael Bill's wish list or shopping list for the summer I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, Robbie McCorry, again, you know, a lot of people have called for him maybe to get a chance. I think he's injured at this moment in time. But I won't be surprised before the end of the season, um, you know, if the 
you know, chasing Celtic gets out of their reach that they do give him a few games because I think it's now time in his career is if if he's going to be Rangers number one, then he needs to really go in and get some games now. If not, they need to look elsewhere. Um, but I think Michael Beer will bring in a new goalkeeper 100% this summer. We've went round the, the, the tables that much with that. I had a deja vu moment there when you were talking about <laughs> Okay, I, I, this is what I'm here for. I'll try and take it on, right? I'll try yep. and try it. Listen, I'm clutching at straws here. Is one small partial solution to this? Are we now at the stage where Michael Beale just plays Alan McGregor all the time, pretty much, right? Alan McGregor now plays... Has John McLaughlin now ha- at least had enough of a chance that say Alan McGregor plays for the next four games, right? Mm-hmm. And he may, he's not quite at his best. Will we still get calls saying give John McLaughlin a chance? I'm not sure we will anymore mm. because there's now negativity surrounding some of his recent performances. Do you see what I mean yeah, by that? Yeah, I do. Like, I do. Is it now? Would it now? At he's least firmly be number two, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, I think he's firmly number two now to McGregor. And like you said, at stages last season it was the other way, and people calling for McLaughlin to get an opportunity. I think you're right. I don't think Rangers fans now think he is good enough to be Rangers number mm-hmm. one. Um, so. You know, it makes it extremely hard when the fans believe that. Yeah, I, I should know better than to predict the calls on this show, Simon. Um, but like I say, if Alan McGregor was to now play pretty much all the time, yeah, and even if he was below par, yes, the Rangers fans would say, right, well, we need a new goalkeeper. But the transfer window is not open, so you'll need to address it in the summer. But at the very least, the calls for John McLaughlin to come in and take his place would probably be. Done. Less, yeah. I would that be fair? Yeah, I think. I mean, you still fair. need to talk about Robbie McCrory when he's fit, probably. But uh, yeah, Marvel. One at a time. That come in. That <laughs> from, uh, no, listen. I think I've always been that McGregor is Rangers number one, and it's. I think we have this conversation because Bill goes from one to the other, uh, from week to week or game to game. But I think you're right. I think McGregor is a number one there. I think he will probably play more often than not from now to the end of the season. And then they have to go and look. I think they have to go and look. Be, I don't know. Should if be looking already. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think this will be on uh, Michael Beale's list to try and get a keeper in because he can't go on. He's not going on forever, and they're not. I don't think completely content with McLaughlin. I Can I stick up for McLaughlin though? And I'm, I'm just looking at his stats here, and it seems that he's only played thirty league games for mm-hmm. Rangers since coming up. I mean, if you're a goalkeeper and any player in any position, by the way. That's not a lot of football. And it's very difficult to get thrown in. I know people say, oh, you're only in goal. To get your eye in, to get used to absolutely everything in and around you. I I think it's slightly harsh the way he's been judged. I really, really do. But I do do think he needs a prolonged period Mm. in the team to actually see. Give him 10, 15 games in a row and then see where he's at. And do you think too much is being made of his perceived mistakes? Yeah, but the mistakes are coming probably because he's rusty. You know, he's just just not at his best. Does that come from though? I mean, it's... Where do we see a keeper in for one game, out for one game? Where what's happening? Yeah, where, it, it doesn't happen, it, does it? Doesn't it doesn't happen, happen you, anywhere you know, else. The keeper nails the position down until he's out of form, or he makes a mistake, and somebody. Mm-hmm. Some of the best keepers in the world have made mistakes. David de Gea, for of example, at Man United, people were writing him off, mm. and all of a sudden now he's one of the best keepers in the world yeah, again. This weekend might be an interesting. With the Scottish Cup. Um, you know, indication from Michael Beale because in normal circumstances, if you have a number one at a club like this. You might play you you might play John McLaughlin at yeah. home to Partick Thistle. Um, so I, I wonder what he'll do this week, or by playing Alan McGregor this week, is that like a clear indication that that's 
yeah, know, that's the way it's heading. I think I think it would be. Um, I don't think any goalkeeper benefits, and obviously, listen, Michael Bill knows a lot more than me. He's in and around them every day, but I don't think any goalkeeper really mm. benefits from being in that other team. But I think you're right. If he plays McGregor this weekend, I think that is a clear indication that you know I'm going to go with him now. Thanks, Jeffrey. You look after yourself. That was Jeffrey on 01419511025 on tonight's teaser. Um, who's given it a bash? Raymond Taylor's given it a go. He's doing quite well, I would say. We're looking for the last eight different players to take a league penalty for Rangers. You, I mean, I feel like not even acknowledging how easy James Tavernier is. The easiest quiz answer mm. of all time. Jermaine Defoe and Borna Barisic. Good shouts. Sakala? Nope. Nicky Clark? No. Hadji? Also no. Roof? Yes, he took a, he's, he's taken more than one actually, yep. Okay, that's four down, fifty percent of the way really there. in my head because I'm starting to picture in every player running up taking a penalty now for Rangers. This is a real problem. Oh, I thought like Connor scored, Goldson. I thought he scored yards. one against Motherwell. I just made that up. It just clearly. feels like he scores a lot against Motherwell, yeah. which I would agree, but no penalties. <laughs> okay. So we're going. What we we're four? going. We get four. I'll give you a clue. Yeah. From the remaining four, you're not going far as far back as Nicky Clark, right? But you're going further back than Jermaine Defoe. Right, okay. okay, we'll get the answers next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Okay, into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Marvin Bartley's here, Simon Donnelly is alongside him, and you can still get in touch. There is still time, no doubt about it. So pick up the phone if you want to squeeze something in. 0141-951-1025 uh, or Twitter. Is that Clyde SSB? The guys are going about their business fairly efficiently on the full time teaser tonight. Stephen sent the question in to fulltime at Clyde1.com and he wanted them to name the last eight different Rangers players to take a league penalty um, for the club. So James Tavernier, Jermaine Defoe, Borna Barisic, Kimar Roof, anymore? Wackholm? Yes, well done, well Martin done Waghorn. Well Are you trying to tap into that Rangers team that you would come up against in the, yeah. the championship and the cup final and so on? The Windass. No. Well, the run was pleasant, but it's ended. <laughs> <laughs> You're still not done with that that team era, and, and then sort of leaning slightly towards the, f- the kind of first season back in the in the the Premiership. I would say some. No Shields No and I think So you've gone a bit earlier Who? So we're, Dean Shields, no, we're Shields. a bit, bit We're a bit later than that Yeah, We're talking 2017 <laughs> I've only got 10 questions right now <laughs> You're gutted about that Then you're about to 1997 <laughs> You've heard It takes me 10 10 shows to get 10 questions normally You've heard Mr Not just any meal deal This is an M&S meal deal over here Saying he's getting stick you know what happens this week When you go to your Six yeah. asides When you go to your Local coffee shop With your dog yeah. That I see on your Instagram Every day yeah. You must be trying to get A free coffee yeah. out of it <laughs> yeah. uh, you're, you're, This is going to get Brought up isn't it Yeah 100% <laughs> uh, Although it won't be As embarrassing As uh, Coco Remember Coco Beat me I get brought up uh, <laughs> You seem to lose like a lot Six asides <laughs> You have a journey man <laughs> <laughs> Oh honestly um, Right any more No so we're uh, Two, two uh, Sorry Two of them are 2017 and one's 2016. Right. Two of them are Scottish, one of them's not. Mm-hmm. I'm really struggling to think of the rest of one that of team. One of them's Portuguese. I help you. No. Ah. Uh, 
The, is he a winger? Yeah. What's his name? Well, can yeah, can something can can Diaz? <laughs> That's it. Well done. Can, yeah, I thought that was going to be really putting um, <laughs> teeth there, but we got it. How are you spelling that? Ah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Starts with C and then whatever else. <laughs> it's two to get. You'll get them before uh, the end of the show. I think one one. Bit like we mentioned at the top, bit of a quiet midweek. You're looking forward to the, the Scottish Cup. I guess we'll ra- we'll ramp up the the build up to that on tomorrow night's show. Let's give it a, a quick preview, Simon Donnelly. Yeah, um, indeed. And I know it's Monday night, but I'm looking forward to Darvel Falkirk again. I think Darvel can can take them. Oh, that's the thing, right? I get why it's they've done it in the Monday night TV slot has suited Darvel, and yep. I feel like the whole nation will sit down and watch it. But it just gives us longer to wait I'd rather yeah. Yeah. maybe get that one But good one coming up Friday You were at the Ackies last night You ran them close In yeah. the Challenge Cup Can they topple hearts on Friday? No No After extra time as well I real I feel sorry for them I really do um, <sighs> So listen. former Hibs player Marvin Bartley Helps hearts Yeah That's the thing I do yeah. feel sorry for them Because it was already a tall order Playing Tuesday, Friday um, You know A horrible schedule But then to go into extra time And then you know, facing the you know Hearts team with the manager just getting manager of the month. It's going to be a real tough ask for them, but it's one they'll enjoy. Ranks is really looking forward to it. Uh, he said, you know, the players obviously can't wait. A, a big, big game for them, but I think Hearts are going to have far too much. Yeah, it'll be a good weekend. Like I say, mm-hmm. we're not. This is not meant to be any in-depth preview because we'll do that in the coming days, Simon. But everyone will look at maybe Wraith Motherwell as the shock. But they did that at our both in the previous round, and yep. Stevie Hamill's side came through it no problem. Yeah, and, uh, and then you look at how open it is here. Air. Or Elgin, I and mean, obviously Air would be would be favourites, but Air or Elgin are going to go through, um, you know, as a Air United I would as a non top flight yeah, side. Of, yeah, of course, Air are favourites, but you know, it's, it's that's a good opportunity for both of them, and one of them will be in the the quarter final draw. Yeah, it's interesting. I think uh, I think it's a big weekend again. I know it's not a league game, but it's a big weekend for your team again. No, tell me about it. Yeah, let's not. For, in fact, you know what, let's scrap the, the Scottish Cup preview. <laughs> Brian tweeted to say that Falkirk will prevail against Darvel. He's certain of it. He doesn't think there'll be any any Ooh. slip up there. Um, I always talk about well, bore people when we, we speak about the news cycle, if you like, Simon. Because when you think you've heard the last of a story, all it's going to take now is for someone to say something about it. Because I can't remember for I think Ange Postecoglou is doing his press tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I get that people might not think there's much in it They might not think that he would entertain it It's an absolute certainty he'll be asked about it tomorrow He has to be asked about it tomorrow That it would be ludicrous not to He probably won't say very much He'll probably try and bat it away And um, you know, make the, the, the person who asks the question Feel <laughs> uncomfortable about it Which is absolutely fine But even at that, whatever his answer is tomorrow This is why you don't get over the, you don't get over speculation quickly because tomorrow no. night we will play Ange Postecoglou's answer to the Leeds question. That's just yep. the way it works. Listen, I'm looking forward to it because I think I think he's dealt with the press reasonably well since he came to the club. I get what you're saying. He'll definitely be asked about it tomorrow, and you know I'll be interested to hear what he's got to say about it. Like I say, I'm pretty certain it will be a very guarded or not to be. Um, he might just answer. I, you know, I doubt he's going to go into great, great depths about it. But that um, it's the first time we're going to have had the chance to even get any of his thoughts on it, Marvin. By tomorrow, Leeds might have appointed someone else, or or in fact, the race gets blown wide open. So 
Um, who knows what tomorrow will bring? Yeah, I think it'll go along the lines of I'm not interested in speculation. You know, if I if I talk about speculation whilst being a Celtic manager, I'll be speaking about that all the time rather than how well the team's doing or upcoming games. Because, you know, when you're at a big club like Celtic, there's always rumours around whether it's players coming in, players going out, you know, managers being linked with jobs, um, your job security, etc. And I think that's the, the line that'll go down the party line. We'll say, listen, that's all speculation. I'm not interested in it. Um, all I'm concentrating on is our game on the weekend. So you won't give it the old, do I look happy type response that can sometimes come back and <laughs> who said that a few people said that there was a Ryan Porteous um, meme yeah, um, originally yeah. by Stephen Jones. randomly said it? it by the way because the question wasn't even relevant to his answer yeah. it, wasn't it? <laughs> was. anyway uh, right we've had enough fun um, I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll revisit that tomorrow night you'll be delighted to know um, how about this teaser then we're looking for two more players that have taken a league penalty for Rangers two Scottish um, yeah we're looking for it was the last eight, wasn't it? So you've got yeah. Tavernier, Defoe, Barisic, Roof, Waghorn, Candeus. Twenty seventeen. Both of them. Uh, one was twenty seventeen. I think one twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. So. Should really know both. Hmm. I'm really stuck. Both of them played for your former team, Livy, at some point. Well, that helps you. That's a very cryptic clue. Both started out there, I think. Um, right okay one of them good career down south West Brom chief among them Dorans yes good show join in Simon at any and point I am over the moon about this I couldn't have planned this any better that this was the one that you couldn't get <laughs> come well, on why might I be saying that because he played with them no played at Motherwell Andy Halliday. Andy. Who let him Halliday. take a penalty? He took more than one, I think. Did he? Andy Halliday. Yeah. Did he score? Uh, I think I remember Slide scoring. Slide tackling the ball from yeah. the penalty spot. What a guy. <laughs> Andy Halliday, <laughs> the forgotten man. He was only here two days ago oh. as well, and you've forgotten about him already. So well done. Thank you, Marvin. Thank you, Simon. And most importantly, thank you for your calls, your tweets, and your company. We'll do it tomorrow with Mark Wilson and Gordon DL and Johnny Campbell. We'll look after you next.